episode 8 of the Hub Games Hangout, brought to you by Adventure Mart. Available from your friendly local game store, online, or at wearehubgames.com. This is exciting, because if someone joins right now, they get to see what we're doing, and that's yeah. just kind of tinkering about. <laughs> they get to see the, um, what's the word, how the sausage is made. <laughs> Let me see, can I pull that up? All right, so that's on there. We have one viewer already. Is it Yos? It's probably Yos. <laughs> it is Yos. Hello, Yos. <laughs> Hello. Uh, and what I need to do then is on Facebook, go to the Hub Games page. Because inexplicably, I can't log into the, uh, the Hub Games Twitter on my computer. I don't know why. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, so if you could tell me why, that'd be cool. I couldn't log out of the Hub Games Twitter on my phone. I spent like an hour the other day trying to log out. <laughs> Desperation going like, I want to log out. I couldn't find the button. I had to Google it. <laughs> uh, why ain't you gonna let me do a thing on here, computer? I wonder if this is the link. This is very exciting stuff, Yos. We're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not just Yos, it's also like five people watching now. Oh, so, hello, um, hello, hello, lovely five people. Um, I will do a proper introduction in a second once I manage to post the damn link somewhere on Twitter or Facebook <laughs> or whatever. Okay, I'm going to do it this way. So if I do a post here, we're live now. Yay. Come say hello. Bing. Okay. So then if I post that, and then I can post it on my own Twitter. Okay. Cool. So I've posted it on mine. There we go. <laughs> We've both done things. <laughs> Everything is cool. Hi, Erin. Oh, God. I'm excited. Yay. I miss you. Why is Erin here? Actually, she's in the room next door to me if you want to come on and say hello. <laughs> but I don't know, will that officially be counted as work? I don't mm -hmm. know. We will see. Erin, uh, if you feel like you want to come in any time, feel free. You are more than welcome to bump in on the stream. <laughs> All right. I have got it on my normal thing. And now I will get, oh, give me the link you git. <laughs> Welcome to the highly professional Hub Games team talk. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's just the thing that happens. It's, it's how it is, it's always good. Uh, bum, 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 bum. As you can tell, I'm, I'm just desperately trying to kill time. See, okay, so you wouldn't believe it, but years ago I actually used to be like a radio DJ, so I was able to handle things that would come, like posts that would come in and like communications from people outside and all manner of cool things while talking and queuing up records back, you know, left, right, and center. But I think that skill has sadly left. <laughs> so I thought I heard some feet outside. Ooh. Uh, share. Ooh. Come on. Hi, Constantinos. How are you? 
Ah, the Paul Constantinos is here. Splendid to see you, sir. Okay, all right. We'll get on You're also saying that's a little bit sad to see the empty shelves behind me now. Indeed, they are empty. That's true. We'll talk about that in a minute as well. All right. Okay, we're done. We're good to go. So, good evening, beautiful people, guys, gals, non-binary pals. It is time for another Hub Games Team Talk. It is Wednesday. It is 7 o'clock in the UK. Actually, 7.03, but I kind of screwed up posting the links because that's how it goes. Um, and we're here with Hub Games Team Talk. Uh, as ever, I am the cordial Michael and... Karina has returned. Hello. Hello, I'm dear. Very happy to be here. It's lovely to have you here again. It's good to have you here once more. But um, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're you've been busy. Your shelves are, are empty because you're moving house. I am. Ta-da! Emptiness. I'm going to. Well, hopefully this is not too weird. So I'm going to move my um, computer just a tad. You can see. <laughs> You do know that you're not allowed to pack cats in boxes officially. But they love the box. It's the best thing. I, I packed my kitchen yesterday and I left the box and attended for maybe, I don't know, like half a minute, something like that. She was in the box and she was scratching it. She was like, yes, I'm testing the structural integrity of this box. It is okay. Just to make sure that everything is, is okay and fine with, yes. with the boxes and stuff. Yeah, uh, we have... Well, folks, folks who watch, we know uh, we have two cats here, Kira and Didi. Um, and anytime we go get them food, Kira will go into the food cupboard because it's like a small enclosed space that's dark and she really, really likes them because she's small and dark so she can hide. <laughs> and it's just sort of like, can you please get out of there, my human child? Um, because they are both human, my, my human children. Um, so yeah, I don't know where that was going. Who knows? Anyway, it's Wednesday, it's Hub Games, and it's Team Talk. And uh, we are talking this week specifically um, about uh, organized play, because Karina, you have a, uh, a fabulous new job. This is true. This is true. Um, so yeah, we'll be talking about that in a minute. But before we kick into it, let's, um, let's talk about what you've been up to, because it's been a few weeks since we've seen you on the stream. Uh, so aside from getting sorted for moving house, what have you been up to? Well, I want to start with saying <clears throat> it's been really weird to have Wednesday evenings off. Like, I have nothing to do on Wednesday evenings. Hey, you can come on any time. It's all good. You're more than welcome to. <laughs> it's just been really weird because I, I kind of lose. I had such a good schedule during lockdown. So Monday night was gaming night. And then it turned into a different, like, call, which is also very nice. But because gaming kind of just went away. Tuesday, I have a different call. Then Wednesday, I did this. Thursday, I would paint. Friday, I would have drinks. Like Everything was set up. And as people are kind of going out of lockdown or things are changing, my schedule has changed. And I'm just really confused every day because I don't know what day it is anymore. <laughs> everything is chaos once again. It's like, oh, I don't like it. No, every day is like a weird Monday, basically. <laughs> it's weird. Every, every day for us still feels pretty similar it must be said um i have lost track of you know i i, I woke up yesterday morning i thought it was a friday um <laughs> exactly. friday is the best day no, every day is the best day because every day is friday but every day is equally the worst day because every day is a monday um, yeah. but yeah i i keep on thinking it's the weekend and it's like thursday and it's because i have 
Okay. Yeah, we should get you on all the time because we have loads of people coming on to say hello for you. Hello to you. So there's Alex saying like, hi, Alex. Gets, hi, Michael. Nobody loves Michael. Sad face for me. Alex, we want pictures of your puppy. We need pictures of Doggo. It's Look, okay. that dog is the size of a house. <laughs> what a huge hound. He's adorable. It's an adorable, adorable doggo. Adorable doggo. See? There we go. I feel that this is a pity hello, but I will take it. Thank you. <laughs> um, so even with weird schedules and stuff, um, and the fact that you are packing your entire life to move to a brand new city, um, not that the city is new, but your move is brand new, um, have you been actually managing to play anything or do any gamey stuff like in the past couple of weeks? I actually did. So about a week and a half ago, I actually, <laughs> sorry, I keep seeing the comments and they're just really funny. Yeah, so Erin, who is, like I said, literally in the room behind me, um, you could shout through the door, you know, people would hear it. Um, and uh, Krishna says, I like Michael, don't tell Karina. So it's your secret is safe with me. Don't worry. It's all good. <laughs> anyway, what have you been playing? Um, I actually got to play an actual game with an actual human being the other day. I was very excited. Oh. So it was about, about a week and a half ago. I got to teach and play Onitama, which is one of my favorite games, and it was really, really great. I really enjoyed it. Um, I also played a bit of Pokemon. I had never played Pokemon. That was the first time. That was it was interesting. I'm, I like card games. Um, I'm more of a board gamer, as we've talked about several several times but uh yeah it was good but onitama man i was just so excited literally throughout the first game so i taught it and i was just sat there going like oh, i'm playing a game <laughs> this was internal monologue right because i was trying to play it cool i was just like <clears throat> i am uh this is fine this is a normal thing <laughs> <laughs> oh god i i've played onitama for a long time um god i think actually the last time i played it might have been at a convention where I can't remember the name of the company who published it. Is it um, Arcane Wonders? Yeah, it's in their Dice Tower Essentials. Uh, okay, line. but they had like a giant size version, and the pieces are like these huge stuffed beanbag kind of things. Um, so I played it there and got my ass handed to me by a seven-year-old. So <laughs> same as it ever was, I guess. Yeah. No, I'm quite happy to say that I won the games that I played. Um, and then, as I said, we played Pokemon. I had never played. Um, and it was really cool, actually, because the art is gorgeous. And you kind of sit there and go, like, well, I want this. Uh, but I I really enjoy the mechanics. Super, super straightforward. Super, super intuitive. Really, really enjoyable. Um, and yeah, that was definitely something that I'm looking at playing more often, I think, in the future. It was just two random starter decks. And they were, they were a bit, one was better than the other. Mm -hmm. So then we switched. And I played with the other one. And I still lost, because first time playing a game like with especially if you play against the card gamer and it's a bit like um but i really really enjoyed it so that was good so that's something that i'm looking forward to doing more often in the future mm -hmm. well as part of your, your job of course well I'm, I'm mostly i work mostly i still talk like that's still my job man like, that's yeah. not true. <laughs> i love it like you know this everyone who works in the industry knows this whenever you tell someone i work in the board game industry people assume that you get paid to play games we don't actually play that many games. This is the thing. Yeah, we we work on a lot of things and we make a lot of things, but actually playing, it's not as much as you'd think. Oh, by the way, it just says that um, I've only ever played on a time with you. So 
I look, I look forward to playing it again with you. It's going to be good. Um, um, I'm trying really to oh, sorry. No, 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 you go, go, go. Now, when I say that, even because you play test a lot of games as well, it's not really playing when you're doing it for work and you're playtesting, you're trying to take the game apart and like add things to it. It's not the same. It's still enjoyable, of course, but mm. it's not the same thing, right? Yeah, it's a different kind of of playing. It's literally playing to break something into pieces. And it's like, am I testing to try and make this kind of situation happen? Or if if X happens, then can Y happen in order to fix it? That kind of thing. Um, yeah, there's a couple of things that I've been working on uh, while we've been in like in the working from home situation. And it sounds really dull, and I have said this a few times, but the vast majority of game design is maths. And I'm just sort of like sitting there with these vast spreadsheets, like Google Sheets. My 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 account is horrifying. There's just so much. Like 19 different spreadsheets for like one different game, um, which it's horrible. Um, and then if I make a change somewhere, then that has to affect every different lots of different changes in lots of different places but the thing is when it does come together it does it, it's like this sort of weird ethereal magic and it's like ah yes the sum of all these parts is it, 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 it's way more than just like you know all the all the maths that's just sort of going on in the background which is really nice so yeah when you get something that works it's like yeah this is cool it's very very nice must be a really satisfying kind of feeling really it is, and then it's horrible because then you realize sometime you've made a mistake somewhere, and it's just like ah, crap. we've all been there. It happens. Um, I'm trying to think what I okay. I, I played. I've been doing a lot of like digital gamey stuff, like playing against AIs and stuff. <laughs> uh, so like, uh, Pandemic and Ticket to Ride on Xbox Live is good. Uh, and I've been playing Istanbul as well on the Switch. Cool. I really like Istanbul is like, oh, I, it's like one of my favorite Euros, but I don't get to play it very often because, well, especially recently, because, you know, none of us are leaving the house. And um, the Switch version is really good. I mean, it's just a version of it, it's a modification of the app version. Mm -hmm. uh, it's made by the same, the uh, Akram digital folks. Uh, but the AI is really good, but also really tough. Um, so even on the easy mode, I have just had my ass handed to me many times. Um, I haven't beaten it yet. I've played like seven, eight times now, um, which is great. But I like to win once in a while. Still fun though. It's still good. Uh, it's David, a really good game. It it's is a really, really good. Game. Game. I've not played it in so long. That's definitely something I need to do soon. Uh, David said, "Even both is that an empty Galaxy Spy behind Karina Credo? Yes, it is. Because, like we said earlier, Karina is moving. Yes, uh, I'm. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, I'm hoping somewhere in the next two weeks, if everything works out, uh, to yeah, to uh, move. Uh, I am excited about it. I am. Yeah, I won't lie. I'm super excited. That's why I've already packed. Like, I don't. I, I've not signed a contract yet. I still need to sort all of that. But everything's packed. Like, eighty percent of my stuff is packed. I think. Um, I'll pack everything else this weekend and hope to move end of next weekend. That is the master plan. If it works out for me, I am super excited. It'll be good. Everything will be 
wonderful and thrilling. Um, and so let's 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 move on to the the meat of the day, as it were. Let's talk about organized play. Um, as as an actual gamer, like before we go into like the the sort of like the machinations of OP and all that sort of stuff, um, have you or had you had any sort of like experience of organized play stuff? before you you actually became like you know somebody who worked in it um so won't lie very very little very 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 little um i think maybe like five years ago or so mm. i went to the spell spectacle in eindhoven so that the biggest uh, board game convention in the netherlands and they had a splendor tournament and at this splendor tournament uh, you got for participation you got noble like these cool noble promos Mm-hmm. And then um, as for every round you played, you got those translucent um, um, gems, like the, the poker chips. They were translucent. So I'm like, I, uh, I need to do this. So um, I played in a couple of rounds. And then I had a couple of friends who also played. So we got like the different colors. And I think I got all the colors barring one or something like that. And that was the only tournament I've ever done. And it was really, really fun to do. It was really enjoyable to do. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I might do this more often. Um, but I did not. <laughs> it just kind of, yeah. Because you know how it is when you work in the industry. When you're at a show, you're working the show. You rarely have time to do anything else but work. So. It's kind of uh, it's kind of different. And where I lived in the Netherlands, there was uh, one store, and they did magic, and they did uh, 40k, so Games Workshop stuff. Mm. Um, I do play some magic, uh, and I like I like I especially like painting minis. I don't necessarily like. To be honest, I've never played a Games Workshop game, so I, I'm not gonna say until I play it. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just I've not kind of experienced that, so it was not really for me. So it was uh, randomly when. I say randomly. I saw this job vacancy right for Asmode UK, and it said organized play coordinator. And I thought it was full time. It looked really cool. I'm like, this this is good. And I applied. And um, I said, yeah, going to be working in the game industry. Surely I get to play games all the time. Oh no, hang on. That we discussed <laughs> earlier. That just ain't it. <laughs> Actually, and this is the amazing thing about working at Asmode because everyone, well, most people there are geeks, right? Uh, every day at lunch, um, between one and two, we would play games. So I actually got to play a lot of games while working for Asmode. It was in my own time, right, and, and during lunch. But it was it was really cool. It was really really good. I, I miss the people there and playing games with them. It's all good. I mean, I I from from a playing standpoint, I haven't had a huge amount of experience of, of organized play either. Like I, I put up on Twitter earlier, it's like the only game that I've ever like. Obviously, most of the time it's like CCGs, like collectible card games that have the vast majority of mm-hmm. organized play built around them. And as the, there are only two CCGs that I have played. Number one, number one, in shot. Um, oh, hi, Paul from uh, Gaming Rules, by the way. Hi. Go We're good. We miss you. We love you. Enjoy um, your dinner. <laughs> enjoy your dinner. Um, so, yeah, the first game I played. Uh, a lot of was the Harry Potter trading card game, which was like A, in the very early 2000s and B, I lived in Australia at that point, so there wasn't exactly a huge scene. Like, there was one shop in the middle of Sydney that sold cards, so I was I would just play with my then-girlfriend and that was it. Um, and she hated it. So... <laughs> um, the only other game that I've played, and I did get more a little bit more into the 
the organized scene for it is the My Little Pony card game, which is still one of the best collectible card games around. It's very, very good indeed. Um, but of course, the the main reason that most people would go would be because, hey, you get cool promos. And yeah. hey, if you play well, you might get sort of a cool play mount or whatever. Um, I did not play very well. But because I knew people in the industry, I'd get the promos and play mats and stuff anyway. So such is life. Um, but yeah, it's 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 weird because it's like or, I always find organized play is a bit of a, a a strange thing because the vast majority of people are are there. I think not out of sort of like the love of the game. They're there because they just want free stuff. I don't know. Is that me just mistrusting the human condition a bit? <laughs> it's just like because we all like free stuff. Free stuff is really nice. Um, and I guess if you like the game, that's sort of a secondary thing as well. I don't know, maybe sort of like a more of a 50-50 thing. Maybe I'm just being a bad person. <laughs> now, <clears throat> realistically, we've had conversations before, and we know we're more or less on the same page when it comes to trusting humanity. So I'm not going to go here and say, oh, no, everyone's doing it for, you know, the best cause. That's not what I'm going to say. But what I will say is, it depends on the group, it depends on the store, it depends on the system, it depends on the game, it depends on the type of event. There's so many things there that kind of change it. However, um, I've, I've been, so I started working for Asmode in um, March 2018, uh, and I worked there until October last year. Um, and in that period, I attended, I visited stores, I attended events, I ran events, I whatever everything in between all the combinations of things uh, and I, I i will go in a second a bit more in depth with what organized players and everything else but well that will come um and i'll be very honest whenever you go to a store or you talk to a player or a store owner it, they're always going to be exceptions let's not lie but the vast majority of experiences that you have you feel that passion. You're sat there like like we would with board games. Like you're going to a gaming convention and you just talk to this random person about this completely random game that they bought and how excited they are. It's very, very similar at organized play events, at tournaments, because the thing that brings people together, cool, yeah, definitely that shiny promo or that play mat or maybe that special pair of dice or whatever they give you, that's not why they're there. That's mm. a cool thing that they can get. They're there because they get to play the game they love and chat with other people who love that game and that kind of interaction and conversation and that community that's built is the best feeling in the world. I, I wonder then is my experience, is it just down to the locations that I played at? So, so I, I, um, I just moved to the States when I'd started playing like the CCG properly. And I think it, it was like when, when I would go to play at like, whether it was like a, a, a pre-release or whatever for like a new block or they were just doing what was meant to be like a friendly tournament. It, it, it kind of got feral. Mm -hmm. It was, it was maybe, maybe it was, that was just the, the, the place I was at. Cause I, cause I didn't just see it for the, um, for the, MLP game. I also saw it for like you know the Magic players and stuff as well. Who it would get nasty, like yeah. It, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe my experience is somewhat clouded by the fact that 
maybe I just wasn't playing in the the right place, so to speak. Because I mean, I I ended up sort of like working at a um, a game store a, a while afterwards. I actually ended up running it for a while, and I would try and make sure that any sort of like organized play events that I was running were were way more sort of I, I guess friendly. I guess sort of like mm -hmm. more sort of like hey, everybody come in. Even though there were you know obviously there were people who were there to play for the love of the game, but there were also people who were there to play for the fact that they would get something potentially cool out of it. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think yeah, maybe my, my play experience has been clouded by a weird shop. <laughs> like, again, I won't lie. I can't promise you that if you go again to a different store, um, that will be different. But because um, hmm. it, it depends, again, it really depends on so many things. And everyone's a bit different. And the communities that are created within a gaming system kind of become their own organism. So hmm. uh, they interact in a way that works for them and so on and so forth. So and some are more welcoming uh, to new players than others. It, it really it depends a lot. But I would definitely say try it again. Um, rock up to an event go to a casual event i think that's the best thing if you have if you've had a bad experience in the past with organized play don't go to a competitive again go to event go to a casual event like um you know like friday night magic right go to i know a key forge night or whatever go to an event um and sit down and you know just play a couple of games and chat with people because the stakes are so low you literally get participation mm -hmm. prizes so there's nothing to it's just a participation prize. I rocked up. I got a thing. Everyone did. There's no like no other thing happening there, and kind of test the waters a bit and see and see if you enjoy that. Because again, at, at the very basic, that's it. It's that community building. And if you don't like the community, there's another cat on my table. We now have two cats. I want to say two cats are occurring around me. Um, we'll see. Probably we'll get a cat butt in a couple of minutes as well. Um, I have no cat butts yet, but that will happen. <laughs> Just, it needs to happen. It's like it's, it can't just be us. It needs to be us and the cats, right? That's the whole point. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I, I do recommend you 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 try again. You pick a game, you go, and you try and see what happens. I think I think you'd be surprised in a positive way. So I think we can safely say that, considering that my first gaming experience was two thousand one, my follow up experience was. 2015 2016 i will be able to do that sometime around 2031 so we just need to to get a new ccg that i will enjoy and uh, be able to throw myself into um i know th there are other ones i like i like like stuff like weishvarts and things like mm -hmm. that but there's just no community around here for that whatsoever so uh interesting yeah. well yeah. there might be a couple like two hours away from you but oh we'll yeah, talk afterwards. Just, just travel down to Dublin and it's like, all right, how's it going, lads? Yeah, just come down for a quick half hour game. Lovely, a four hour round trip. Um, let's bust into the comments for a second. Um, uh, Paul, before he went off for dinner, uh, said he's done a lot of organized play, both as a player and a former DCI judge who ran pre-releases. Promos were not part of the reason. Uh, as Karina says, it depends on the game. I know some games get very exclusive promos, but that's not all of them. Yep. Uh, there were some Gen Con events, for example, where some people registered for a tournament and then dropped after one round just to get the promo, which some would then sell for $100, but I don't think that's that common. I mean, yeah, you're always going to get people who will jump on board and get, like, oh, the shiny thing, and then it's yeah. like, yeah. But I would like to think most people are in there, in there for the 
the love of the game. It's just that I think, yeah, my uh, my experience was was tainted a little bit. Um, do you want to have a look at Yoss's comment? Yeah, of course. Uh, um, so if you were firing out. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I ran the Friday Night Magic for one of our local game stores. Some of the people come for the promos, mostly. Um, it's people that are not doing great in the competition. It is a competitive player. They are, sorry, if it is a competitive player, they are mostly looking for promos with value, but most of us come for beer and a game of cards. Dude, I miss Belgium and the Netherlands. You can have you can have <laughs> beer at events there. Like I'm not even a big beer drinker, but just the fact that you can rock up somewhere <laughs> in <laughs> even at an at like an actual boarding convention and you get like this really nice Belgian beer and then you sit down and drink it while you're playing a game. It's just the best thing ever. And I'm not even a beer drinker. It's just such a good feeling. But I totally, I totally agree with what people mostly do it for the companionship, for the community. It's what we kept talking about that this lockdown has really proven to us all mm. that we miss the people. We have the games, we have them digitally. It's fine. It's just the interaction with the people that we miss, and that's what OP kind of does in itself. Um, at a very, from a player's perspective, at least. Uh, let's do a quick shout out for Emma as well. Uh, Emma is our project coordinator queen. She runs our world at the office and um yeah we miss you greatly emma hello, hello. um oh and paul dinner isn't ready yet uh vicky is experimenting with a new air fryer how I very love, thrilling i love air fryers i have my own i'm a really big fan what are you guys making i need to know everything i mostly make chicken in it i won't lie <laughs> i'm curious to see paul tell us everything tell us all paul tell us all um so karina as um as sort of like somebody who has experience of, of, of organized play, like doing it, doing it good, doing it proper. Um, for folks who don't know, like what what is the the sort of like the core experience of organized play? If somebody were to go to a go to an event for the first time, what kind of thing would they expect, or should they expect? So, see, it depends a lot on the event. So I'll take a step back and I'll kind of explain about what organized play means, mm. um, if that's okay. So as the kind of title dictates, it's play that is organized. <laughs> um, but it's literally think tournaments, think casual events, think pretty much everything apart from demos. Demos kind of fits in a different category because mm -hmm. they're, well, they're demos. So it's even more casual. Um, but a lot of games, work really well in a more competitive setting. And they don't need to be competitive games. There are a lot of cooperative games that have amazing organized play systems like Pandemic, mm -hmm. uh, like Marvel Champions, like Arkham Horror, and a bunch of others, because I can't, I will never, any list I give is not going to be exhausted. Like I can't put all the games in the world. No one, no one be upset with me. Just um, anyone who wants to mention a game, just pop it in the comments and we will talk about it if we've played it. Um, but, some games work really well like that. So why just do a demo when you can do something cooler? You can you can come up with like a we're all competitive people, right? And everyone likes kind of a competition while it's like to test themselves to see kind of how it goes. So think of it as a way of structuring because it's marketing. What I do is basically marketing, but think of a way from a publisher's perspective. How do I structure this game? How do I give it to people so they enjoy it and they continue to enjoy it as things come out? The best way of doing that is making a set of rules, giving it to stores and telling them, cool, this is this game. It is now out. It is amazing. You might want to sell it, but not only sell it. Let's see if you can get more people in your store enjoying it. 
So we've made this kit, and this kit might have, I know, some sleeves, some promos, some playmats, whatever the game kind of works with. Here's the kit, run this event, do your thing, and then give people those things. So it's from the publisher's perspective, as as we know with Prisma Arena, right, and our, our organized mm -hmm. play plans for Prisma Arena, um, it's, it's a big financial effort because you're printing stuff out that you're not really making money off of. But you're giving it to a store and you're telling the store, do something cool with this, create a community, get more people walking into your store. So then the store takes the kit, runs, sets up an event and advertises it. So people rock up, they play the game. If it's a new game, so it's a launch event, like we're doing again with Prisma Arena, see, I keep circling back. Uh, <laughs> um, so if it's a launch event, you rock up and you learn the game, you might, you know, maybe you've pre-ordered your copy, maybe you already have a copy, you come, sit at the table and play the game and learn the game and interact and get some participation prizes or something cool. Um, if it's if it's an already existing game, then maybe like we talked about CCGs, maybe you know you have your own deck of cards, you've 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 you know you've built your deck, you've kind of arranged everything, you're super excited to test it out, you go, you play the game, you get some cool things. Now from a player's perspective, it's cool, as I said uh, earlier, because you rock up and you meet other people interested in that game and you get to have those really cool nerdy conversations that we all really, really love having about what do I love most? What's my favorite card? I know what's my favorite color? What what sort of dice do I like? Uh, what sort of <laughs> sleeves do you use? Look at my cool play mat. Look at this shiny, amazing deck box that I know sings when you open it, whatever. Um, and you kind of, you build those relationships and you build that. For the store, what's cool is that they won't only monetize the event because you know maybe you've bought the game or you paid an entry fee. Mm -hmm. But if it's a card game, let's be honest, you might buy some sleeves, or you know you might buy some dice, or you might buy that shiny deck box that sings that I just made up, but sounds amazing. And you know, I want a deck box that sings um, when you open it. I'm pretty sure Game Genic are probably working on it right now. So. <laughs> That would be cool because they have the big, the big, the really big one with the like shiny, shiny key for Keyforge. There's a really shiny silver thing. If you open it and go like, oh, that would be amazing. So if you look at it from that perspective, it's a win-win situation because mm -hmm. you're creating a community that will keep coming to your store. Uh, buying stuff and just being there. If in any store you go, regardless of the industry, if the store is empty, it gives you a feeling if it's full and animated and happy it gives you a different feeling right mm -hmm. so you're, you're looking at it from that perspective and in kind of i want to say in a nutshell but i think i just spent like four minutes explaining it so it wasn't a nutshell but that's kind of organized play from the free perspectives that's good i mean so i um i i i, I love the idea that it is it's essentially a tool to build the community for yeah. whether it's an established game or yeah. uh, a, a game that's been around for ages. So like Magic, of course, like we've mentioned, it has a, a huge organized play community. Mm -hmm. uh, there's Friday Night Magic in stores around the world literally every week. Um, they have huge pre-release events. So like before, you know, it's uh, normally what, the weekend before a new block gets released. Oh, look, they'll you know, they'll have a limited amount of stuff is available and you can try it out. And it, it's, it's, it's really sort of like intriguing and it's not a world that I know a huge amount about. Um, so what makes, what makes good organized play? Like for, for, I know that sounds really weird and I'm going to assume that the, the, the it's going to be sort of like a twofold answer. 
Um, number one being good organization. So everybody gets sort of like, you know, a, a, a positive and joyous experience. But also, like we mentioned at the sort of like the top, cool free stuff is also pretty good. Would that be sort of it? Or, or do, do you think there's more in there? There is a lot more in <laughs> organized play than those two things. See, and this is why we have you here to, to inform. Because <laughs> um, you're, not, you're not only looking at it from a player's perspective, right? So you're not only looking at, you know, the community building and that you're looking at from all perspectives. Because it needs to be, mm. because it's a marketing tool, it needs to be, um financially viable and sustainable for the publisher um then because it is a basically it's an energy and 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 time um um drain on the store they need to be able to monetize it because it's Mm -hmm. the store doesn't just you know get this kit that it might pay for or not or whatever they do with the kit that's less important but it's not only that they're offering a space for this event that they could do something else with, but they're not going mm-hmm. to because they'll have a bunch of people rocking up and playing, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh or or Pokemon or Keyforge or whatever they're coming to play. Um, then uh, likely they'll need to staff the event because you can't just let people randomly do things, right? You'll need mm-hmm. someone to ticket. You'll need someone to sell product if it's a pre-release, if if it's a pre-release or if it's a launch or anything like that. And likely you'll need some sort of judge slash tournament organizer, so TO. Um, to kind of help people either with rules or with judge calls, which again is one of the things that I miss most during this lockdown. I've not heard a judge call since end of February. I just need someone to go, judge, <laughs> this needs to happen. Um, but yeah, um, so it, it actually costs a lot of time and energy. And for the player, it needs to be something cool because they go and pay, they, they spend their time there, of course, but they pay an amount of money to get something and to do something and to keep investing in the game long term. So it's kind of that hook because we're all addicts, right? That's why I have like, I know, 30 moving boxes full of board games next to me because I'm an addict. It's just how it is. In there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. Yossa's done a judge call, so there you go. Thank you. Um, so there's a lot more to look into. And it's not only that. So you'll see for a lot of, for a lot of games that have organized play, we mentioned CCGs especially, um, mm. CCGs, CCGs, stuff like that, uh, LCGs as well too, actually. So all the CGs, all the card games, basically. Yeah. Um, they come out with new stuff, right? So you have new sets coming out, you have new campaigns, if you think something Arkham Horror, you have new uh, Mythos packs or whatever. Um, and whenever something releases, why not have an event for it? Because it's cool. We get together and we get to play this new thing that no one's seen or touched before, barring maybe a stream that talked about it or um, leak. Mm-hmm. But that's unfortunate, but it sometimes happens. So let's come together and play this really cool game from scratch because it's a new thing that we're doing. Um, so if you're supporting the game, you're also supporting your store as a publisher because that's, again, we've talked about this several times, but for me, the most important thing, and that's why I love organized play, is because we always come back to brick and mortar stores or or in general stores, not only brick and mortar stores, because you have tournament organizers, or you have onliners who run events as well and, and so on. But your friendly local gaming store wants to sell you the game and they want to give you the space to kind of play the game. But they're at the end of the day, the ones that kind of hook you into the game, if that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. as a gamer, I want as many game stores as possible to be out there and thrive so they can sell the game and organize more and more events. So, you know, they make money, the publisher makes money, everyone makes money, so I can go and spend my money somewhere and chat with people that I love chatting with. 
Uh, it's such a nice thing, such a world where game shops are open and we can sit across the table from each other and play things. <laughs> I'm all sad now. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Um, so, but the other things uh, that I wanted to say are really important for good organized play is communication, consistency. <laughs> You need to communicate. Communication information needs to be very, very clear. You need to be consistent uh, with release dates. If I say something's releasing, then it needs to release that date because my store has already planned that and my players have planned around it because everyone has busy lives, right? It's Well, not now because no, we're all stuck at home. But <laughs> normally we have busy lives and you kind of arrange schedules. So there are all these factors and a bunch more. But um, realistically... I, I, I can probably do like a full hour of how to run good organized play. And maybe one day, maybe if Expo, <laughs> UK Games Expo want a panelist, I'm, I'm, I'm there for sure. Or we can do a, a second thing. Um, realistically, you won't be able to do it by yourself. As a publisher, you won't be able to do it as yourself. As a store, you won't get enough information from the publisher. So then you end up working with other companies. Um, and that's where my new job kind of fits in. Uh, so I currently work for Tournament Center. I started last Wednesday. Whoop, whoop. Um, Round of applause, please, from the viewing audience. Thank you very much. You can just type applause into the chat. That'll be fine. <laughs> I guarantee you, Yoss is going to do that in a second. <laughs> I'm, kind of, I'm kind of expecting on, it now. I'm like, oh, oh. Oh, someone's yeah. in love with Mega City Oceania. We missed that. Yeah, I saw that. Eh? It's like, thank you, Yao. Much appreciated. Oh, and Paul says that it is chicken in the air fryer, probably. So Excellent. Excellent. Good to know. It's good. Like, I like marinating my chicken before I put it in the air fryer. I normally get drums or wings, and I marinate it for 24 hours, and then I put it in the air fryer, and then I make garlic sauce. Oh, the best thing. Thank you, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, the new job. You started last week. Yes, I did. At the centers. It's been really great. So um, for, for those of you who don't know who Tournament Center is, it's basically, well, Tournament Center is a company um, that helps with organizing tournaments. Kind of comes with the name, right? Mm -hmm. um, and kind of the important thing to look at right now is, um, for now, so my main project, what I'm working on right now is Yu-Gi-Oh! So we talked about card games. I might have snuck in the name Yu-Gi-Oh! a bit earlier there for those of you who don't this. So this is me circling back. Um, so I'm working closely with stores to make sure that they know about upcoming events. They get all the support they need, uh, especially in this period with lockdown and kind of things opening up a bit, but not fully, um, as well as making sure that all the information from the publisher goes to the stores in a kind of timely fashion and we can sanction events and we can make sure everyone's on board. Now, this sounds not very complicated, but when you have a lot of stores with a lot of events happening and stores needing to sanction, to actually sanction their events and get kits, because um, it's not just a matter of an email. A lot of these, a lot of these card games, and a lot of these games in general have reporting systems. So you need to log into a website, and you have all your information there. You select the type of event, you put a lot of information there, and then you get the kit, and then you run your event, and then you report your event. So whatever you do in the future depends on what you've reported. So it's it's kind of a checks and balances system as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but basically, I've spent since last Wednesday, I've done what I love doing the most. Uh, Kind of sitting on sitting on the chair, chatting with store owners, and um, and they're like people who work for for gaming stores and seeing how they're doing, 
uh, seeing how I can help them, and more importantly, making sure that um, we are doing everything we can to support them. And that's uh, doesn't really matter if it's lockdown or not. That's something that for organized play is essential, but especially now it's even it's even more important. Yeah, um, and, and as stores sort of like start opening up again, and we are allowed to sort of like do more organized play. You know, we're just allowed to play in you know public spaces a lot more. That level of support is going to become even more valuable because there is going to be an awful lot of people who just want to get out of the house and just want to go play stuff. And there are going to be an awful lot of people. Yeah. There's going to be an awful lot of people who will be up for and interested in trying something new. I mean, so I actually think that once this sort of like does, you know, once first bike is done and we sort of, have things opening up a lot more i think we're going to see a bit more of a growth in like you know a, a widening of the gaming audience and for a lot of them they're sort of like their entry point is going to be like a card game whether it's magic whether it's Yu-Gi-Oh, pokemon um, because they're generally pretty financially accessible initially financially accessible mm-hmm. you know all you need is a starter deck and that's it yeah. um so I think sort of like your your job, your position is going to be like incredibly important, just making sure that everybody's going to have an okay time. That is that is the hope, and that is definitely the hope. Um, for now, it's been really interesting, as I said, because it's I have a lot of customers. I have the same, to a great extent, the same customers I used to have when I worked for Asmodee. Um, so it's been really good. It's been a couple of months since I've talked to them, so it's also kind of catching up and seeing how they are. Because, again, we've gone through this kind of, traumatic period where we've been isolated and I'm not going to go for it again. Everyone knows what we're going through. It's just, it is how it is, but um, it's just been really good to kind of touch base and, and, and make sure they're okay. Like their stores are okay, but that they're okay as well. If, I know that sounds really corny, but it's true. It's just a matter of uh, you're still alive. Perfect. Are you okay? Awesome. Let's talk about the game then. Um, Cause it's, yeah, it's priorities, right? It's, it's talking to people and, if you don't have people, you don't have games, and you definitely don't have organized play. Then, so it's all combined. It's true. So we've had some weird times with um, the upcoming Prism Arena, of course. Um, so the big plan was we were going to roll out organized play for that, like worldwide. Mm-hmm. So we're going to provide kits to different stores that would have like uh, promo versions of the different characters, and um, yeah, just, just it was going to be sort of like all really sort of like exciting and it was going to be fantastic and then everything sort of sputtered into awfulness because the world happened um so all of those things um we're now going to be using them as promo gear so people will be able to like the the stores will be able to use them as just sort of like hey if you're interested in picking up a copy of the game you can also get promo exclusively from us that sort of thing as well um but i do sort of like miss the the idea of wandering into a store with like my my prismarina bag with my little character in it because obviously when you play the game it, eventually they all become very unique so it's sort of like it becomes a reflection of your gameplay style and just sort of like going in and and yeah that community element that you were talking about it's just sort of like be feeling like being a part of a a like a local a national and then an international community as well. Yeah. And I guess that even, you know, you could be playing in the smallest 
tiniest Wii store in the middle of Northern Ireland because we don't have a lot of game shops here. Surprise. Um, I think our nearest place that does organize play is out in Bangor, um, which is about 15, 20 miles away from us. Nope, you have one. In, we have one in Belfast. Where? Robin's Hobby Cafe. Oh, it's shut down. No, Jack Straw's shut, shut down. And Robin's is shut down as well, I believe. No. I think so. Well, I'm not sure. I, that, I'll check. <laughs> Jack, Straw's, <laughs> Jack Straw's is definitely shut down. I Robin, know. Did you, sure. the, did you see the video that they made? They made this really, really adorable. So, sorry, complete kind of tangent here. But <laughs> I, I went, I, I, I've been to Jack Straw's once. Uh, this needs to be, I know, like January 2018. When I was in Belfast, uh, and it was excellent. It was I just I played a bunch of games, and the food was excellent. It was just really good. And I've not been to Belfast since, so I never came back. And then the other day, I saw I saw uh, I saw the announcement on Facebook, and they made this really 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 nice kind of video with images from like the whole period that it was open, and nice music, and it just it properly made me made me cry. Like not cry cry, but like I had tears in my eyes. It was. Because it's that was that was my biggest fear, and that's why I think what we do, um, especially as tournament center, is so important. And is supporting stores as much as we can because I was super concerned this period without organized play, mm-hmm. um, and and stores being shut that we'd come back from lockdown, we'd come out of lockdown, and a lot of the stores would be closed. Jack Jack Straws was one of the first that I saw closed, and it generally broke my heart because I was like, I was I was dreading this, and it's just it's so sad, and it's just not. It's not the world I want to come back to yeah. from this lockdown. I want to be able to rock up to the stores that I'm used to um, and and play games and see people, even if it's a meter and a half apart, and I need to wear a mask and sterilize everything around me. I do not care. I need to be able Every to go individual back to card covered in antiseptic lotion. Yeah, <laughs> that's disgusting. Uh, yeah, I think I'm massively incorrect. I think Robin's is fu- Robin's is grand, but um, yeah, Jack's Ross is closing. So yeah, oh, okay. uh, which is sad times, of course. But it also um, means that you have a store fairly close to you. Which is all good. So that's cool. But um but yeah, it is it, it is sort of like yeah, you could just be playing in like a small little store, but you are part of something so much larger. And you can have this sort of shared experience no matter where you are, um, no matter where you're playing that game, yeah. anywhere. It and it's 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 actually something quite without saying <laughs> something dumb, it it's actually something quite magical, I think. It is. It really is. It generally is, and um, like I, I think I've said the story on on a team talk before, but I've told the story on a team talk before. But um, my first big event with Asmodee uh, was a X Wing uh, system open in Birmingham, and we had at that point it was the biggest of its type. I want to say in Europe. Um, and there were like 500 players or something like that. And I was new. I had never played X-Wing. I now play a bunch of X-Wing. You can actually see an X-Wing map behind me because I can't pack it because it's too big. So it's coming in the car with me. Uh, <laughs> it's just an odd shape. So yeah, it's just coming in the car with me. Um, and so I was you know, kind of learning the ropes and walking around and, and giving out match slips and all of that. Um, and there were these two dudes who had finished a game and I remember I saw them shaking hands and then they hugged and there was like a dude, I'm really, really sorry that I screwed you. Next time will be better. You'll see, you'll be better. You're like, it will go better next time. And it was this moment of like, I don't know if they were friends or not. I, I can't fill in the blanks there. It was just this moment of, this is really nice. I've seen chess tournaments be significantly more brutal than that. That was just like, nope. This, it, it just made me really happy and really excited for the game and for the community. Is it's just wholesome. 
I mean, obviously there are, you know, there's there's always going to be incidents will pop up some places, but I'd say the vast majority of people are, you know, they're they're, they're going to be okay. Like, yeah, we're we're there to be competitive. We, yeah, we're there because we we play the game because yeah. we like to win. Like most, I, I would say the vast majority of people who play games play games because they like to play games, not because they want to desperately win. Yeah. Um, and having a few people who do desperately want to win as part of the group, that's entirely, that's cool. That's that's grand. That's a level of human nature. But I think uh, for most people, yeah, it's just that nice sort of, yeah, it's, 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 it's chill. It's wholesome. It's good. And it's nice. <laughs> but in, it, in itself, winning gives you a good feeling, right? Especially if it's, if it's. Wouldn't know. <laughs> Seriously, I, I I might design games. I play a hell of a lot of them. I win very rarely. Oh, that was just like, so so good. I've got like I've got the um the board game stats tracker on my my phone, and I was looking back through it. Like it obviously it's been a long time since I put anything on it, but looking back through the previous records, like there was like four or five months worth of records on it, and it's just sort of like you have won like two games in four months, and it's like. Whoa, Michael, you are bad. Get a new job. Go work in a freaking zoo or something. Well, <laughs> terrible it's fun because, you know, your business cards, I can't remember, you had like a whole title for a business card, but you're like game designer. That's like important, right? Game designer yeah. is the important thing. Game player, not so much. Or game winner. That's not what it says. That's not yeah. where your contract is. Like, it doesn't say winner. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. I never will. <laughs> never, ever. Um, Yoss says, so I can bring it up. Uh, we're now doing magic for like four or five weeks, and uh, we have more people going to the Friday Night Magic than before lockdown. Excellent. So, yeah, people just want to get out, throw themselves at the cool stuff, and, and, and do exciting things, which is good. No, that's really cool, and I'm really happy to to see that. I, as I said, as stores have been have been opening, and I, I've had quite a lot of chats with stores in the last week or so. Um, it's been really nice to hear that people are, you know, they that people have been buying games from 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 their friendly local gaming store throughout lockdown. But even now, they're kind of returning into whatever they can do, um, and they're looking at booking events in the future when it becomes safer. And it's definitely something. It makes me really happy because I've said this before. Like I order a bunch of things from Amazon. Do not get me wrong. I bought a vacuum cleaner yesterday yesterday from Amazon. It is the best thing I've ever purchased in my life by far. It made me so happy. Um, but at the end of the day, regardless of the amount of months that we'll be in lockdown or however long this takes, Amazon will still be there. It's, mm. it's your local gaming store won't be able to make it if you don't support it in any way. And I'm not saying give them all your money because like, we don't have loads of money. People have been off things happen. I'm not saying give them all your money, but if you want to be able to go back there, don't buy your games from Amazon. Please, Amazon, don't sue me. I spent a lot of money. Like, don't don't hate me. Again, I spent so much money on Amazon. It's ridiculous, but not on board games, on vacuum cleaners. Um, <laughs> Seventeen vacuum cleaners. I mean, it's it's an addiction. It must be. Uh, it was a really expensive vacuum cleaner. Okay, uh, <laughs> but um, support your your local gaming store as much as you can. Um, it's if you want it there at the end of all of this, uh, you know pre-order from them see if they have gift cards see if they have i don't know maybe it's someone's birthday is coming up um maybe you can it's just i'm really keen on this and i know it's my job and i'm really lucky that it is my job because i'm so passionate on it but 
I want to come back from this in a world with where I can go and play Marvel Champions in my local gaming store and get those cool shiny promos and play math. Exactly. There we go. Um, <laughs> Um, and I want to chat with people about the game and see, you know, what works for them, what combinations, what, what everything Because I'm not the sort of person who sits online and checks what the meta is and kind of what the best deck is or whatever. I like talking to people live, like in, per or, well, I say live, I've not really seen a lot of humans, but like <laughs> for my camera, um, and, uh, and experience that, like see the card and the deck go like, Oh, I've not thought of putting that there. That's cool. That's what I want. So let's keep stores alive. Yay. Yes. A, a heartfelt yes to that. Um, now, you did, of course, mention on the subject of heartfelt. You had a that touching and lovely story about the uh, the hugging X-wing players. Um, I was going to ask what um, what sort of like have been like your favorite either organized play events that you've been involved in, or like the coolest things that you've seen given away, like promos and stuff like that. Um, I, I, I remember running some, oh, War Machine. Yeah. Some War Machine events, um, when I was over in the States and it was always really like, it was always an interesting experience because like it was a very small community, but they were very, very, very into their game. Like, oh my, they were super into their game. Um, and Anytime there was like an organized event, the the uh, uh, the uh, publishers would send out like in in the kits that we'd have to buy to blah, 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 to run the events. They'd send out like actual medals, and like there would be people like wandering in with like medals around their necks. It's like, dude, that's like you know four or five kilos worth of metal around your neck. Does that not hurt? It's just like yeah, yeah, but um, cool. It's just sort of like. In no universe ever are you cool, but I still respect you. So <laughs> it's all good. So what sort of stuff has you really sort of like, um, yeah, what sort of stuff has really made you excited? Oh, no, we've had a dropout. Oh, we, may have, we may have to stop. Oh, no. Karina, are you back? There you go. <laughs> it dropped out. You disappeared. It really did. I decided not to move so I wouldn't make a funny face because <laughs> I'm not sure what you can see if I just freeze or I drop so I was just like not moving going like I hope it, I look so okay. if it froze like this you're like <laughs> so um yeah the question remains what's like like cool cool things that you've seen or um like like events that really sort of like stuck with you aside from the x-wing hug um capital letters um like i'll preface this with a disclaimer i love penguins <laughs> so i might be biased when i say this but the coolest thing i've seen given out and there are a bunch of cool things but like the coolest coolest thing was um uk games expo 2000 yes 2019 i want to say uh, it doesn't really year. matter what you could get though. So, <laughs> like every day is just a year right now. I can't remember what it was. UK Games Expo, I school UK nationals. So I school from Brain Games. For those of you who don't know, is this really cool game with tiny, tiny penguins that kind of wobble, and you flick them, and you're running around because the premise is you're trying to cut, like skip school, or you're trying to run out, and a teacher is trying to find you, and you're running around in the school full of ice and trying to find all these fish. Mm -hmm. Excellent. 
cool flicking game, tiny penguins, awesome. So we ran UK nationals and the trophy, and I kid you not, it was the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I want one of those in my life with passion. Uh, the trophy was a wobbly penguin. Okay. It was magnetic on like a trophy base that say that said UK national champion or something like that. Um, but it was basically a really really cool black and white wobbly penguin. Like think of a like a um, what's it called? Like a it was just it was an actual tiny penguin. Like the tiny penguins in the game are, but this was big and it was magnetic and it wobbled. So as you held it, it just kind of went doo -doo 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 -doo. and oh, I freaked out my cat by doing that. Excellent. <clears throat> like a pro. Um, and that was by far the coolest thing because it was just, it was, I, I wanted one. I just want, it was just gorgeous. It was this really, really cool, gorgeous penguin that wobbled. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Yoss says, best organized play uh, was Blood Bowl. Uh, the rules cool. of that game make it perfect for a store league. Um, how the team grows in the league is awesome. Um, I would imagine that would be really, really cool. Because, yeah, you you have people, like, you have your various characters and stuff getting injured and, sorry, you're being attacked by a cat from the side or you're just being stared at. Um, so, yeah, you'll be like, you know, the, the decisions you make in game one, yeah, there you go. Hello, other cat. Uh, your decisions making game one will affect stuff that happens in game two and game three onwards and onwards. So yeah, I would imagine that would be a um, a very interesting league to play. Um, I'm trying to think of like ones that I really enjoyed. I got um, I got some very cool sort of like My Little Pony promos through actual play, not just through blagging them, um, which was really really nice. But I got one that was signed by um, the voice actor for Twilight Sparkle. So. I'm 44 years old. <laughs> no judgment here. Like, I don't think any of us <laughs> can judge anyone for, you know, loving games. That's very, very true. I actually had a conversation about the My Little Pony CCG the other day uh, from someone who told me that it was actually a really, really good game. <laughs> I've not played it, but apparently I should play it because it was really, really good. So it's something it I look forward awesome. to. Like, if, you, oh, if you still have a couple of decks when I come up and visit you guys, I'm happy okay. if you teach me. I mean, obviously, it's um, it's now in the hands of the um, the players, which is very cool. Uh, mm -hmm. So, uh, enter play no longer really make the, uh, the the card decks for it. So, uh, new decks are being designed, uh, new cards and new blocks by the uh, by sort of like a, a player led group, which is very very cool. Um, in oh, the same okay. way that Netrunner is now. Sort of like in the hands of the players with um, yeah. Nisei, yeah, yeah, which I think is really cool. Um, they are apparently bringing out a new starter kit, a new starter set at some point in the very near future, and I, I want to throw money at them so I can get back into it because, yeah, that game is that game is awesome. good. It's and, a really good game. It really I, is. I, I, I love the idea of like community driven gameplay um so yeah it's gonna be sort of like yeah it, it's a thing i'd want to support so it's all cool no that's really cool and they've done really really good uh good work um i worked the last ever official netrunner um nationals uk nationals mm. um and they were already planning um the the kind of they were talking about what they were going to do afterwards and, and everything that was going to happen and um yeah it, it won't lie the netrunner community amazing community like i won't 
Uh, another disclaimer, any community you ask me about will probably say it's an amazing community because I have met, since I moved here in March, I've just met the best people. I have so many friends from the various game systems uh, or TOs or judges or um, store owner or anything. I've just made the best friends in the world. So I'm I'm very, very attached to every game. <laughs> like everyone, best community ever. Because they are. They're just really, really great. I really wish I was lying or it was a marketing thing, but I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately, they're just yeah. Gamers you're, are awesome. You're too positive for this world, Karina. God damn it. No, nah, <laughs> Well, let's wrap it up. Thank you so much for your time. It is much appreciated. Um, if people want to find you, how can they do so? So, if you'd like to find me, you can find me on Facebook. Um, likely you've seen me post about hub games before and you'll see me there um but if you want to find me because you are either a store interested in tournament center and what we do and how we can help you that would be retail support at tournamentcenter.biz that is b-i-z biz um if you literally want to email me because you have a question about Yu-Gi-Oh right now that would be karina at tournamentcenter.uk and if you just want to know more about tournament center in general we of course have a facebook page tournament center organized play but you can also go it's the website and that is tournamentcenter.biz and yes i had written this all down for myself because i was very concerned i would forget something because <laughs> i only worked there for a week so i had everything written down uh, but yeah realistically we're always looking at talking to more publishers and seeing how we can support um yeah, just working with more publishers, how we can support you as a publisher to kind of get into stores and build your organized play system and structure. Um, we have our team here in the UK. Uh, we have quite a lot of experience. I think out of the three of us, I have loads of experience, but out of the three of us, I'm the one with the least experience by far. <laughs> it's it's an amazing team to, to work in and all the brainstorming that we do. And there's a lot of giggling as well, but that's kind of that's just the thing um but yeah we we're always looking at kind of supporting publishers as much as possible and helping you if you want to run organized play in any capacity to kind of help you there um and kind of create more awareness for your product but again we're there to support friendly local gaming stores as much as possible to kind of put you in the correct direction even if it's you're running events and you're not sure exactly how to or anything like that we're, we're there to help as much as possible. Um, the company itself also does events and esports and a bunch more things, and they're great things. It's just a different department. But if you go to the website or the Facebook page, you'll, you'll be able to, to find out more there. Cool stuff. Uh, as a reminder as well for folks, um, we are currently prepping everything for uh, Gen Con Online and UK Games Expo Virtual Expo. Um, you can now sign up for events for Gen Con Online, um, which will be running through Tabletopia and Discord. Um, I sorted all of those out last week, and a lot of them are sold out already, which is very exciting. Thank you very much for people who've signed up already. Um, but yeah, we're going to be running demos of uh, Prismarina and Adventure Mart. Um, we are also, I think, going to be running some demos uh, of a new game that we're going to be releasing called Combo Clash. Um, which I just need to confirm that we're going to be doing those and how many we're going to be running. Um, but that is uh, kind of a spiritual successor to uh, one of our previous games, Flip Over Frog, um, with a little, it, which is very good, very good indeed. Um, but it's, uh, let's say it's a little, little chunkier, not much chunkier. Like on a scale of one to 10, like Flip Over Frog is like a, Four out of ten, it's like a four point five. So, like, really, really 
lovely to play, lovely to, uh, to to get into. So yeah, if you want to sign up for things, go over to Gen Con uh, site, search for Hub Games, and all of the games that we've currently got up will be on there. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. Next week, I think, I hope, I signed up into it. Um, we'll be joined by Heinze and Rachel from Semi Co-op will be my delightful guests. I am I, super jealous. They're amazing human beings. I am super jealous are. you get to spend time with them, and I don't. They are super lovely people. Um, I have no idea what we're going to be talking about. Um, probably art of some cats. Cats. A lot of talking about cats. Yes, that'll, that'll probably be the main topic. 48 minutes of cats and 12 minutes of art. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'll get that confirmed. And if, just do keep an eye out on our Twitter and our Facebook uh, for updates and stuff. And uh, if you've got any questions for them, of course, send them on in because that's what we'll do our best. Um, Karina, thank you again for your time. I hope the move goes okay. And uh, I hope the new job is absolutely fantastic and splendid. Thank and we will you catch up again super soon. Thank you for having me. It's been really, really great to be back. And yeah, definitely. If you need someone in the future to just chat about cats for 68 minutes, I'm all yours. <laughs> cat one. There's another cat there. It's fine. And it was lovely, lovely being back. Thank you so much. It's all good. Thank you so much. And we'll see you all next week. See you later. Bye. Bye.